Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is wickedly talented. The McRib is yeah. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Andrew Levins. It's me, Angus Truscott. Oh, Angus, you sound a little, uh, a little more gamier this week. Sorry, I was distracted. I was just calling some kid the N word on a uh, video game console. That's weird. So, have you, have you recently gotten a pass that allows you to do that? Yeah, yeah. It's called the Microsoft Xbox Series X. <laughs> You bought you one. You get three a game, so it's like you got to... You, you know, <laughs> three a game. Yeah, That's why I play say, so many indies, man. You get them yeah. done quick, but you get your three words in. You get them out. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, AAA, uh, the A stands for atrocious, atrocity. It's how many times you're allowed to say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're playing in a 100-hour open world game, you know, yeah. you, 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 you got to save them up. Yeah, sometimes you bust them out in the first seven minutes. Boom, you've wasted. What do you got for that another 90 hours? Nothing. <laughs> With an indie, though. Yeah. Three That's hours like one tops. every two hours. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. We'll, we'll love it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Wow. It's going to be a fucking red hot episode, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, also, to the person who said they didn't listen because I was eating the last episode, uh, fuck you and stop like trying to give me an eating disorder. Like... <laughs> You don't want me to eat? You think you're going to scare me so much that I start avoiding food completely? I think that's extremely insensitive. And you should be so lucky that someone like me, a very busy person who's balancing uh, full-time employment, uh, the entertainment industry, i.e. this podcast and its uh, paid-for counterpart, it barely has time to eat. And so I was chewing on sustenance during, uh, you know, my... Uh, review my of Space it. Jam. <laughs> yeah, during my review of Space Jam 2. So... Uh, look, yeah, fuck you, seriously. <laughs> like, I'm not eating now, I'm just saying that's very rude and, uh, you know... We got, we we got an a, official complaint that someone had yeah, to Yeah, we give you a slice of life... Uh, because Angus was eating. We give you a slice of life performance. Uh, none of this is scripted, contrary to popular belief and other podcasts, but yeah, we are, we are what you hear. Um, uh, I, uh... Sometimes we eat. Levins was just snacking on a Snickers. Just I know, like, I, feel like, I feel like a coward for smashing it before we hit record. Yeah, me too. I feel was like it, it was an ice. It was an ice one though. So like, well, you were scared. I think you were like, you know, basically you were scared. But I've reset the scene. I've okay. said it's okay to eat on pod. It's officially okay to eat on a Hey Fam episode. Yeah, and we used to all the time in IRL. In fact, I think when I was eating, you were too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know why they singled me out. 
Very rude. Well, I think we were choose- in. We were in the same room when, when they in, in the episode they complained about us eating it. It was because we, we our our last episode together in the same space was us reviewing Space Jam Two. Remember the good old days, Angus. That seems like months ago. <laughs> LeBron and his kid. LeBron trying to rescue his kid from. Yeah, I, I, I played two minutes of the video game. Oh yeah, tell me what. So tell me what you you, you got an Xbox Series X. We, you did the. Uh, the big daddy version of my uh, I got the series S with uh with Telstra yeah when it launched and now you you've signed up so it's like a monthly fee that mm. it covers you you're like essentially paying off the console while paying for game pass at the same time it's a very good deal it works yeah. out to be but you know what I honestly think uh video game consoles should take note of this like it's like a mobile phone I was thinking about it like these are things you finance through contracts and <laughs> I really hope it is the norm, especially with something like Game Pass, where it's like a subscription service. Like, mm-hmm. it makes so much sense. If you like uh, compare Game Pass to like your phone data allowance per month, it's just like, it. yeah, it makes total sense. You've got a console, which is like half the price of a new phone, mind you, um, on top of games. It's sick. I really think it's like the way forward, especially now that the consoles are becoming more and more like similar. Uh, in terms of power, in terms of what they can handle, it's just like a with one such big a, exception, except of one exception. Those <laughs> those zany maniacs who uh, <laughs> insist <laughs> those uh, triple like the your three trillion ben, uh, yen worth uh, <laughs> crazy two hundred year old Japanese company uh, who insist on you know fucking waving a <laughs> a thing around <laughs> and blowing in a uh, Joy-Con to eat a hot dog or something. <laughs> Um, so I love that uh, Demon y- Souls was like a launch title on PS5, but uh, One Two Switch was on the Switch, and you had to like pretend to eat a sandwich. And we were like, "Yeah, I guess this is good, <laughs> maybe." Yeah, we're like, "This is fine." Then we're like, but "Oh." In, in retrospect, no. it's one of the worst things I own. And yeah. for a while, Archie was addicted to it. It was the only game he wanted to play. Yeah. Um. So you had an Xbox 360, right? That was like your. I, that's I the did only Xbox. You yeah. Had. I had at that time a Wii, and it was during, uh, for our international audience, we had a prime minister called Kevin Rudd, and he gave, during the GFC, like in 2008 or nine, I forget which one it was, I think eight, every Australian received $1,000 to stimulate the economy. And I think yep. it was actually at the time that it's still like the area where, sorry, the period where like the Australian economy, economy was at its strongest. And basically it was like, go buy stuff, like don't save this, like go spend and at the time, I was a student at university, uh, not for long, mind you. And I got given two. So, I got $2,000 because students got them. That's right. Who were on. And so, I was just had 2K and I was like sick. And I bought like Beatles Rock Band and an Xbox 360. And because I did research, I was like PS3 or 360. And 360 had more codecs that you could down. Maybe you could put in like an external drive and just use it as a media center. That was like pre-streaming. Yeah, right. Um, at the time, I think PlayStation eventually caught up via firmware updates, but you could view like MKV file, basically any sort of file you could view on an Xbox 360. So I was like living in a house at the time, which didn't have an aerial. Like I didn't have TV from 2007 till now still. Like I haven't had a house <laughs> with an aerial because it all switched to digital here. And like the, yeah, my TVs were only digital and these houses weren't. They were like older apartments and so 
that was a big reason behind it, and it happened to be the 360 just because it had like more. It was easy to watch pirated shit, essentially. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. And so you got the PS3 eventually, right? Yeah, I got the PS3 like three years later because of its Blu-ray capabilities. Once again, another reason, and because Star Wars was coming out as a Blu-ray set in 2011. <laughs> So I got okay. the PS3 Slim, like the later model. So you yeah, you have previously been a um, a three console dumb cunt in yeah, your life before, one hundred percent. And now you are that again. Ten years later, literally. How, in, in another in the middle of another GFC. Yeah, I sense a theme. I panic. No, um, it's like look, we're all locked in. We may as well have every source of entertainment possible. And so you have Game Pass, which is like a, a streaming service for games, which has over 100 games on it. You have the entire mm. like first party Microsoft lineup on there. You've got every, almost every EA game. What, did you, go, what did you go in on first? Um, oh, wait, I'll look at my phone. It has like the, like the apps on there. I actually can't remember. I think like the Master Chief collection, just I've never played a Halo game. I'm pretty sure I remember you saying I've never played it and I never will. So. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I'm, I also said I'd never get like uh, an Xbox and you know various other <laughs> other great statements. But as we learn, uh, and like Animal Crossing, etc. But as you know, uh, I grow, and I think that's a really interesting thing for the listener to hear. And uh, they they learn about it. I learn about it. You know, it's nice. You got um, Flight Simulator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Flight Simulator. Um, Flew what into my done? parents' house. I, I found... Well, Albion Park, where I, right near where I grew up, uh, has an airport. Famously, John Travolta was to be flying to it last year uh, before COVID <laughs> changed that. Damn, but, the, the, the only true loss from COVID is that John Travolta oh, never flew to that... Didn't fly to Albion Park, yeah. Southern New South so, Wales airport. I did the... I flew... I had Sydney to Albion Park locked in, but reversed it. So, I started in Albion Park and then was like, oh... This is my parents' house, and I flew to the little lake where you and I went. Yep. <laughs> see it there. Uh, and then filmed it and just, like, just kamikaze where I grew up. It was very nice. Oh, it's a crashed your plane, your plane into your parents' yes. house. Uh, Bane style with no survivors. <laughs> and just, yeah, sent them back going, hey, look, it's our house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nice. How did they respond to you crashing into it? Uh, I think it was expected. They were just like, oh. Uh, shame about the landing yeah something like that uh i ironically that was the house i learned about 9-11 in uh when it happened i watched it there so it was kind of like this nice full circle we all grew from that i was thinking this week about that uh i think his name was like steve renazar renan the dude oh yeah um, the dude from uh the league league. who lied about it yeah, that was I, sick. I, I just think about it all the time. Like, it wasn't even like you know, like I swear, there's so many celebrities that say, "Oh yeah, um, I was I was meant to be on the plane, and I, I slept." You know, like Seth MacFarlane, the famous one. It. Yeah, he, he he like overslept. It. He missed his alarm and wasn't on the plane that crashed into the twin towers. But yeah. this dude, Steve, whatever his name is, a comedian, he he straight up said like not only like like when asked about why his career he was like oh i was in the second tower when the first tower got here yeah he said he had like a job in finance or something or like one of the like a call center or something yeah and then yeah and then that he that he managed to escape and then he decided like from that day forward i'm not going to work for the man anymore i'm going to do go out and do my own thing and do comedy and yeah. like like someone from he the said he was in the was south like, tower never, at merrill lynch 
he said was, Merrill Lynch, which I guess is a uh, like a bank company or something, and he said that he escaped death, and then the events inspired him to pursue stand-up comedy in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Imagine being like the detective, being like, I need to prove that this guy was not there. Yeah, it was a reporter. So I reckon it was Poirot. someone who like who like had beef with him. A reporter like researched it years later and said that uh they debunked him and then he admitted his story was a lie. Uh he was never employed by said company and they also this is the this is the kicker, at least do some research. He never sorry, they never had offices in World Trade Center. So Oh wow. Yeah. So it must have been maybe it was someone from the company that was like I need I need to prove yeah, I mean, it's pretty bold. I mean, it is kind of funny. Like, he, it is interesting that he didn't take the, like, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, I'm still here. I'm not here. I forget which one it is. He's in both of those movies. But, the you know, like, <laughs> pretending he was a survivor and then go, it's, oh, actually, it's actually a zany movie I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not here. I think that was the one, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he just kind of went, nope, you're right. I uh, wasn't in 9-11. <laughs> But hey, maybe right now he's playing uh, Flight Sim and just <laughs> just now he's in it. Yeah, do you reckon like Seth MacFarlane has like tried to see what it's like to... What, 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 what his life would have been like if he hadn't missed his alarm? I know, I think about that a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd love to... I mean, we wouldn't have Ted too. Uh, oh, fuck, that reminds me of something I'm going to talk about this week. How I watched... Oh, wait, are, um, you, are you suggesting that, that we somehow get, even though Seth MacFarlane dies in 9-11, we somehow get the first Ted movie? We just don't get the sequel? Yeah, maybe, you know, yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd finished it or something. Maybe it was like, he had these great scripts, like the unmade Stanley Kubrick movies, and the world is like, <laughs> we need to make Ted just as what he would... It's like AI, like Spielberg yeah, finished th- finish that. That's what's it's, in the black box. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, it's a script for Seth Ted. Seth MacFarlane's <laughs> script for Ted. Yeah, uh, and it's like um, Paul Thomas Anderson makes Ted or something. It's just like, <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Uh, but yeah, that reminds me, speaking of um, oh shit, Ted, yeah. I watched in one go all six episodes of the HBO Max series Wall Street. Um, now, Angus, I know that Wall Street is streaming in Australia. The only way you can watch it Actually, is no, I should have said... Actually, sorry, a better link was talking of things that happened on Wall Street. I watched oh, right, a different course. type of Wall Street. <laughs> we can take it back. Um, yeah. But, yeah, look, I, I know that that's only available to watch on, on Binge. And I know that your free trial for Binge, like mine, has ended. Mm. Have, you, have you re-signed up for Binge? I'm just getting like dummy stupid with subscribing to things at the moment. I just thought, you know, Xbox binge, fuck, just have it all. Yeah, um, I I can do you like. Let, 10 let's better. double down on things I said I'd never get famously uh, on, not even just in writing, but on podcasts. Quite possibly in between chewing things. Um, so this uh, this the dark path that I've I've decided to go down um, right now is uh, subscribing to Japanese subscription boxes. Oh shit! Yeah, this um, doesn't end well for you. At least no. with mine, it, yeah, this does not end well for you. So I um I'm I'm in the process of um of setting up like YouTube's. I want to start making videos with the kids. Archie wants to review board games, and uh, the other day Tilly said, "Can we do a video where we open up lots of boxes of toys?" And I said, "Oh, like an unboxing video," and she said, "Yeah, like can we do it with like lots of cute things?" So I've ordered uh, four subscription boxes from Japan that Jesus. all have the word kawaii in them. Yeah, wow. This is this is um, yeah, this is the 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 era where you really exploit your children to get things. 
Your children well, may as well be uh, Macaulay Culkin. Hopefully, they learn to exploit me. That's the dream, right? That's what every parent wants. Their, their, their you put it. Are you going to film them? Are you doing this? Yeah. Wow. Was yeah, their consent. I might be their yeah. lawyer. I might stand in as their uh, children's lawyer. I think, or maybe their children's agent. I think I need to negotiate with you some rights. And you can you can come make a cameo in one as the lawyer. I don't know. I'm famously uh, not doing not, that. Not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm fam- well, I mean, if you practice law, which I'm considering. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what is a lawyer anyway? You know. It's a good. See, question. that's very lawyer of me. It's like just making <laughs> define lawyer. Define lawyer, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the jury. <laughs> Uh, if you could define lawyer, so you've played a little bit of Flight Simulator. Which Look, Halo not much. Yeah, after spending hours downloading the 150 gig, I know, right? Game, Such a big file. Uh, I then deleted it because it was taking up so much space. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many Halos have you have you 100 percented? All of them, and I'm playing them in a mirror mode now. No, I'm just playing the first one in a Death Store at the moment. Oh, you got Death Store? Unreal. Mm, bouncing Great between game. the two. Yeah, very. It's a very nice, calm game. The only, uh, the only evidence I have of you playing games on the Xbox is you sent me a photo of the the Space Jam Two game. Oh yeah, with uh, algae rhythm or whatever, like a a sprite or whatever. It's like a, a sprite version of of Don Cheadle. Oh my god, this is heinous. <laughs> yeah, a sprite version of Don it's Cheadle. a free game as well. I think because Microsoft. A perk. Yeah, yeah, it's a Microsoft perk because you have to, you get to play an arcade game based on space jam 2 fuck me the fucking quote from algae rhythm is him saying you three have caused too much trouble already who are the three? Oh, is, is it oh it's lola bugs and lebron lola bugs and uh triple trouble and lebron yeah but i was playing as lebron you get to like pick who you want to be yeah man i love next jam gaming yeah same so i was like i'll be lebron because uh uh, I've always wanted to, to It's like Dinner hater simulator It's just like <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Fuck Not enough has been made Of the fact that LeBron James hates dinner That's great Just just That movie did not Like Yeah It was so like Just a lot Like it didn't It didn't do what they thought It was gonna do for culture Like I would prefer That It never Got Made you know what I mean? I wish it was like one of those lost movies because then it would have been one of those. You know how like a lot of the time, like Beach Boys smile, etc. It's always like the what if is far more uh, interesting than like the finished product. Mm. Like the idea of Space Jam Two, it's almost like a Kazam, which is the one that didn't happen. Shazam or Kazam? The the one with uh, Sinbad one. That one yeah, like I would have liked it to be like that, where people like, was there another Space Jam? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that sure. would have been more fun. Fuck, that, me, that would have been a better movie. It, that, they should have made a movie about it being Kazam or something. Yeah, right. Like, a, like this is a movie that everyone thinks exists. Yeah, that would be Mandela sick. project movie. You and I have come up with already two better movies. One was Bug sucking on um, LeBron's dick, <laughs> pulling him down like that. I mean, you can still work that into this, I guess. That was fun. <laughs> we all had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> that would be great if they, if, if they um, were like, no, no, this is the Space Jam 2 that you remember existing and it is just, yeah, Bugs Bunny having yeah. sex with LeBron James for But it's minutes. just like... It, it's Imagine just the arcade mo- game version of that. It is like a Jordan reissue. Oh, that's a perk. The sneaker um, of movies. It was like a thing that adults thought they wanted and then when it came out, they got it and it was just not the original thing. It was too clean. It was not earned. It was like, you know what I mean? It was just like 
It was like a really yucky nostalgia. Sometimes nostalgia is good. Well, it's Sometimes like an, it's bad. It, it's like an ad. The, it's a commercial for HBO Max. Yeah. But That's it, all it is. Yeah. It, it, it thought it had... It thought it was like an emotional resounding film. Like actually Ghostbusters has far more emotion the old ones like it almost deserves that sappy trailer more so than space jam 2 and it doesn't like you know what i mean it was so off the mark with yeah i just i still don't know who it's for i was thinking about it the other day when i was making a a smoothie i was like i can't believe there was a fucking casablanca scene in a looney tunes movie i'm like i don't i don't know who that movie's for that makes sense like a looney tunes movie with a casablanca scene and it makes total sense i think yeah because it would have been from the 1950s or 60s when they were like i I think they're like a casablanca scene in a lebron james movie makes way less sense oh in a movie about the internet where like algae rhythm yeah look i i I know you've watched i've never seen casablanca and like yeah that's on me but also like i have no interest in watching it and that means like a kid that's like you know one fifth of my age has not seen it (laughs) What about a Hey Fam t-shirt that says, um, I, ev- I learn everything I need to know about Casablanca from Space Jam 2. <laughs> from Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Play it again, Yosemite Sam. What is it called again? Space Jam, A New Legacy? A New, a new Legacy. Yeah, it's a super cool title. <laughs> Just like word salad shit that you put at the end of a sequel's name. Oh, you know, they like focus grouped it with like people who thought they were um, focus grouping like... I don't know, like a cologne or something. It's so yeah, mundane. Totally. Yeah. We want something. They're like, this is something from the nineties, but yep. we won't say what it is. Uh, but what we'll say is, uh, that's all folks. <laughs> something like that. And then, yeah, they like, were like, it was probably like what the next level. That's always such a cop out. Like all those like shit generic, um, <coughs> the return of, you know, all that shit. So, that's a yeah, a Warner Brothers movie that was it, it came out on HBO Max in in America where like, you know, the, the, the Delta strain is making sure people stay in, in their homes again. Um and it looks like uh we're gonna need all the incentive to uh to not kill ourselves while staying while staying inside Yeah over the next over the next few months in, in Sydney and the rest of like I mean, almost all of Australia is in lockdown at the moment. Um but there's no like binge, the the apparent like HBO Max like the, the 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 streaming service in Australia with all the HBO shit on it doesn't get any of the like like miss, skips so many HBO Max exclusives, including oh, all these yeah. big blockbusters, which is so. I mean, weird. We're not getting Suicide Squad, are we? we? I think you can, or you could see it in Melbourne until no, they you, just got plunged you, into lockdown. Yeah. So like, imagine imagine you left Suicide Squad right now, and you're like, man, that was so much better than the other one that came out. Like this reboot or whatever's better. I, that nothing can ruin this and then the like ticket guys like oh we're in lockdown you have to leave like immediately yeah, totally. you have to isolate yeah <laughs> i got covid19 at the suicide squad and all i got yeah. was no i saw the suicide squad and all i got was a close contact covid19 which which member of the suicide squad do you reckon has has had covid um katana <laughs> her blade she traps, traps her she traps yeah. her victims covid19 yeah she, tra- she traps it, yeah, in her sword. <laughs> but yeah, it's bizarre that we that there's like literally all of Australia is going to pirate that movie in the next. Oh week. yeah, it's dog shit. That is like you know it suits me. I don't have to pay for it, but <laughs> it's like you know, uh, do your thing, people. Like <laughs> reviews have been pretty positive, but I feel like yeah, it's like high nineties on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I think ninety nine or a hundred the other day. 
And it feels like James Gunn. It's 96 at the moment. People are like, it's the ultimate. Like, it's the best superhero movie in a very long time. It's like just R-rated, over the top and gory. A lot of people are saying it's the best Harley Quinn on screen. I think okay, her, that's uh, fun. Margot Robbie and uh, him like really nailed Harley Quinn, like the closest to the like, comic Harley Quinn. The current yeah, comic one. Yeah. She is Who great. She's like the best thing to come out of the DCEU so far. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. No argument for me there. It's And it's yeah. insane that she first showed up in the original Suicide yeah. Squad movie. 100%. Uh, I've been thinking about that movie a lot in the last week, you know, as we anticipate the new one. And uh, fucking hell. Like, do you remember, like, 2016, you know, we've already been burned by Batman v Superman, but the trailers for the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, it was promising. You know, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it will be good. Um, yeah. Jared Leto, uh, but let's see what happens. <laughs> Do you reckon that's the the worst of all of the, the, the like the last ten years of superhero movies? Is that the worst? Yeah, I think it's the bottom of the barrel. You've never seen Fan Four Stick, but you have seen some of the X Men movies that I haven't. Is it worse yeah. than, than those? Yeah, just because like at least with the X Men movies, by that point you were like these are actual dog shit. But this was like, you know. It was the first kind of real big budget anti-hero superhero team and there was so much promise for like, you know, a movie where like basically you go in knowing most people will die and they're not good people. It was like Deadshot, all these great characters debut and they just fucked it so hard. Like Harley Quinn's on screen debut, all these like great characters finally brought to life and they were so dog shit. Yeah, it, I mean, Deadshot was always one of my favorite comic book characters. Oh, he's I such love. a great character, and I such think a Will great, Smith great costume does a shit yeah. performance. It's just he's Will Smith; he's not Deadshot. Yeah, and no one had the fucking butt guts to say, "Hey, maybe don't just play it as yourself." Yeah, yeah, it was dog shit all around. It was an ugly movie. I remember, like, it was that great trend of like a CG beam from the sky as the final villain. You know what I mean? It was just like. Real, totally. real time. But it's insane. Like, it's like a five-year soft reboot that has, like, absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the original. So, I'm on a, uh, a list um, on Rotten Tomatoes, a guide to the worst superhero movies. Um, guess which movie is the third worst superhero movie of all time? Uh, give me a hint. Um, we've talked about it for hours upon hours on this podcast. Oh, Justice League? No, Son of the Mask. <laughs> Oh, Son of the Mask. Fuck, I do forget that's tech. Oh, man, I was in a meeting the other day at work and someone, like, independently brought up Son of the Mask. And as you know, where I'm recording right now, there is a box. You stood a up and from saluted me. him. Yep. No, I just immediately went to the box and came back with the mask, the 35 mil prints. It was just like, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's, that's one YouTube I can't wait to make. Going through a guide to the, the biggest collection of Son of the Mask memorabilia in the POV. You you yeah. have a mental problem and own all of this, and then just and no uh, no dialogue, just you and I, just like with a camera POV, just showing. No, the dialogue yeah. is just us quoting scene like lines from the the scene. ASMR, you you, you have too much uh, like free time and a dispensable income. <laughs> and I haven't heard yourself. of any of these. So then the worst. The worst superhero movie of all time, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, is Max Steel from 2016. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I got to talk about um, Wall Street. Wall Street, the best superhero se- uh, series of all time. As far as, so just to, just to put a cap in this, um, Suicide Squad isn't even in the top 20 
worst superheroes movies of all time, according to this dog shit article. Um, it is number 27. Um, and according to this list, um, Dark Phoenix is worse than Suicide Squad and uh, and Fantastic Four. Fan Four Stick is, is like significantly worse. That's like the number four worst superhero movie of all time, according to this article. I found one that's the uh, the 10 worst superhero movies of the past 10 years, but it was made in 2013. It's, just, it's you know it's just interesting to see how far we've come as a society since this article was published. You yeah. can probably guess all the ones in here though. Um, yeah, I guess I could. <laughs> X Men Three, like Last Stand or whatever. Yeah, Wolverine Green Origins. The Green Hornets in there. That's unfair. Uh, the Last uh, Wolverine Airbender. Origins. Yeah, Origins is there. Um, Superman Returns, Fantastic Four. Fuck, they've butchered it a few times. Um, Electra, screenshots. That's like oh, yeah. one that we for- that we forget existed. We've got to watch with, um, that. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jennifer as Garner. Electra Nachios. <laughs> so good. Um, and then uh, Catwoman, of course. Uh, and then Ang Lee's oh, yeah. Hulk is there. Halle Berry's Catwoman. That 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 looks like a fucking great one where she like is a perfume woman or something. And Ben Affleck's uh, Daredevil is in the list too. Yeah, some shankers. Um, um, yeah, where the, it is the, the Ben Affleck, movie? Oh, no. Do you want to talk? Uh, do you want to talk Wahlberg, or, or do we want to just get to this very important Matt Damon news? Oh, I mean, I thought that would be just the title of our second episode. <laughs> oh, what what would be the title? Matt Damon or the the word he likes the, to say? The word. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about Wall Street. So Wall Street, we saw the trailer a while ago, um, and you did. A, I guarantee you, not a single person listening. Saw it. No, you watched it. You and I shared. I don't remember it. a single thing of it. Oh, so it's a reality series made by Mark Wahlberg, just highlighting how busy his life is. He is so unlikable. It's not about his film career. I think it basically. It it seems so strange. He's like made a series about how much he loves doing business and all of his I, like side businesses. Can I like guess how much of like do, do we see like lots of scenes of him working out? So the opening scene, it's like text on screen. It's like 3 a.m. And it's Mark is on set uh, filming this movie, which I found out it was released last year in the end and uh, got um, like 2%. It was a lockdown movie like uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> but he's in like London shooting it. And it's like uh, he's had his hotel room converted to a gym and it's just him pumping at 3 a.m. Just, you know, call time isn't for another four hours but he's just like up adam praying and just like getting his pump on and just has his boys with him spotting him and stuff and it's just like damn this is a great way to start the show and then it just goes into like he's like obscene pieces to camera about like how busy he is and how he's so fascinated by business and he it goes into like this dog shit male clothing company he's like making called um municipality i'm not i think they're out now but it's just like really bad. Like, cat, it, what he, it's like basically think of it as clothes that Mark Wahlberg would wear. And that's like the whole range. It's things Amazing. that he can wear. It's also him uh, on the phone constantly to like the Australian dude who started F45 trying to buy it and being like, <laughs> he's, half of it is shot at F45s. It's just him going to classes, <laughs> him panicking when there's lockdown in LA and doing outdoor F45. Like, it is insane. It's him trying to like, 
be like, I, I'm, I should be the face of F45. He wants an F45 to be everywhere like McDonald's. It's so sickening. It's so funny. Also, it's him trying to invest in like, yeah, just all these shitty companies. It's insane, dude. It's so funny. And then like lockdown happens during it. And then it's like, it's him talking. There's a funny bit where he talks about it. He goes away to film Uncharted and he's like, you know, when we started this movie, I was playing young Nathan Drake and now I'm the old guy. This thing's been in development hell for so long. And it's just like, it's kind of funny that he's like, yeah, just been championing Uncharted for so long that he like, you know, uh, what is it? Like, yeah, uh, you either, you know, die a Nathan Drake or you live long enough to become Sully or something. <laughs> and it's just like, he's like, I can't believe I'm so old now that I'm playing Sully. It's like, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's dog shit. And then like during it, it just cuts to like, like, uh, like Eisner and all these people who are like, you know, ex-business big moguls and they're like giving you business advice that is completely unrelated to Mark Wahlberg. And I think they did that just to get funding or something. It cuts to like famous like CEOs or ex-CEOs and they're like, it's always important to have good relationships when, when investing. It is so strange. It's like literally Mark Wahlberg's like, I want people to take me seriously when I do business and to do that, I'm going to make a series about me showing me doing business. And it's on, it was HBO bought this series? It was HBO Max, yeah. Oh, and it's him like, it's, so it's like he's Wahlberger's business, clothing business. He's got a production company now that just did uh, McMillions, that series about the Monopoly heist thing. Yep. Um, the, yeah, it's all of his businesses and F45. But he's like, just so desperate for F45. It's great. And it's just him like. He, wait, he, he, it shows you like his own entourage and there's someone called Rasta Phil that he hangs out with. <laughs> it's just this, <laughs> and he just like has these dudes who Is just like hang out. of his own crew? Yeah, Rasta Phil. It's just like, dude, it was insane. Is it he was white? so funny. <laughs> no, unfortunately. I mean, it's good yeah. that he's not, but also yeah. <laughs> unfortunately it's like paints Mark Wahlberg in a, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's heinous. And he speaks about like how hard life is during lockdown and like how like he just doesn't want to invest in these companies and like he's sad that some of the companies he's starting might go bankrupt. And I'm like, dude, you have so much money. He's saying this from his palatial house with like fountains, a private tennis court, a private golf course. And he's like getting real sad about like him losing like a thousand or like a couple thousand dollars in these businesses when he's sitting in like a insanely large mansion with so many private things. How many um, Vietnamese people are in all six of the episodes? Interestingly, none. Oh, it's weird. And I think that's, I'm not sure if that's of their discretion. I'd say so. You'd be like, avoid this man at all costs. Or, or was in his a, contract. In one line, he does refer to a judge and a jury. Someone's like, you know, why do you give it your all all the time? And he's like, he, I don't know. He tries to like be inspiring. He's like, you know, it's from the, but the judge and the jury, like they've all shaped me to who I am today. And like, they don't say what it's about. It's a real, if you know, you know. But he, he comes across even more unlikable than you thought he would be. He's always, and he's always got like this big Jesus cross on, like real blinged out one. How much, just, uh, how much time do we spend with him praying with his family? Well, halfway through the series, uh, he starts Zooming, because a lot of it is set on Zoom, a, uh, a priest or whatever who's also like a business hedge fund investor. And he like <laughs> will call him all the time and ask for an investment help. He'd how like, ripped hey, is the priest? Not at all, but he's like, Father, I'd love you to tell me if I should invest in this program. Uh, you know, what do you think? And then he's like, okay, uh, we should just take a moment and do you mind uh, if over Zoom I just say a prayer? And it's just like Mark closing his eye. It's like some of the most absurd television I've seen. That's if great. it were parody, it would be like a must watch. 
but also it's not. And also it was just a funny way to kill three hours. So I'm looking through the episode titles now. The first one's yeah. called Startup. It's a bit, you know, business, a little bit of a business yeah. pun. Yeah. Um, the second one is ROI, oh my. Return on investment, oh my. Interesting. Uh, then we have Cash Flow and Tell. <laughs> Episode three. Uh, then uh, continuing, you know that, that that rhythm. We have lockdown and out. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then episode five is called capital pains, not gains. Yep. Pains. pains. Yeah. And, and then finally, do you know what the final episode is called? No. Let's do launch. Ah, uh, it said let's do lunch. What does he launch in in, in that? Ah, uh, the clothing label municipality. I'm gonna look that up now. What kind of what kind of duds are we talking about? Uh, they're just like it's just like horseshit clothing. <laughs> it's like it's he wants to. It's kind of like the ethos was like creating a brand that uh, you could wear to the gym, but also like you know while praying on Zoom with your priest. But it's like once again, these are clothes that only Mark Wahlberg would be wearing. Sport utility gear, they call it. It's kind yeah, of this m- new municipal. era. The seed yeah, of municipal. municipal was planted in the public playgrounds, fields, and blacktops where we all developed our love for sports and competition. It's dog shit, isn't it? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Here. It's like that. Sh- it's just shit that, like, literally, there's no other way to put it than like stuff that Yo. Mark Wahlberg would wear. So, okay, the municipal mindset has always stayed with co-founders Mark Wahlberg and Stephen Levinson. Guess what Stephen Levinson's nickname is? Levs. Yeah, Lev. Lev, I know Lev from from watching the show, he's always like two decades. He's like Lev, what do you think of this? Oh my god, heavy! Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It was so funny. We were watching it. I was like, let's watch one, and then it was like, may as well do the whole thing. Like, it, it all the shirts are like made out of like stretchy gym material stuff, and it's like Mark's like, yeah, this is great. I'll wear this on Ellen. People will see it. It's like, dude, you look like you've left the fucking like locker room. Like, you do not look good. Like, these just look like Kmart tees, but you're charging eight times more minimum. Legitimately, they like, looks like, yeah, cheap Kmart clothes. He's like, these are real classy, you know? I just And there's, like, these ugly... Go to the hoodies, those, like, real ugly... Oh, no, I, want, I, I want to talk about the promo shot um, that's uh, Mark and Lev uh, on, a, <laughs> on a very, very uh, bougie-looking marble balcony. Um, and then someone is, like, in graffiti writing, written Mark and Lev. And then Where are you seeing this? They're just like us. It's in the about oh, yeah. section. They're just like us on their marble. They're just like us. Yeah. Fuck. It's so dog shit, isn't it? I'm going to their bestsellers. Oh, and they're like obsessed with trucker hats. Perfect. They're like Bring trying to back. nail the trucker hat throughout their series. Oh, like, my God. Sometimes it's too big. Sometimes it's too firm. But then by the end, they have a real Goldilocks moment and it's just right. They're just like... Yeah, you nailed it. This is the best hat ever. <laughs> it's just like, and you see, if you if you don't know what Mark Wahlberg looks like out of movies, he dresses like, uh, like a sixteen year old who got a like hundred dollar surf dive and ski voucher. Like he just he dresses like a piece of shit. Uh, I'm just yeah. If you go to his gram, it's so oh. And he's, like, big on anti-internet at home. He's like, I don't want my kids, like, playing video games or going on the internet. So I'm getting into some wholesome activities. And he started this like. Instagram page for his son and his son like unboxes. So this is, this is what it's reminding me of uh, basketball sports cards. And then like, it's just him unboxing them. It's called card boys. boys. Dude. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So um, what's fantastic is that some of the names of his, uh, of his clothes 
Um, mm. Like you can buy a game day hoodie. Yeah. Beautiful. Can't wait. Um, you shouldn't lay the, the boot too too deep into um, into Mark Wahlberg before because look, um, we, we, we were talking about listener feedback at the start of the show. And um, if I recall correctly, one of the uh, spiciest Patreon exit surveys. Mm. Oh, here we, here we go from from May this year. I don't think we've ever we've ever addressed this on the podcast. So this is uh, an exit. When you leave our Patreon, you get to say why. And you know, most people are just kind of like, my financial situation changed. Sorry, fellas, or just like you know, some other reason, and they just leave it blank. But uh, someone left on May seventeenth and left. Honestly, the episodes are just too negative. I know most popular media these days is absolute dog shit, but sometimes you guys, particularly Angus, criticize people way too hard. That's right. I forgot about this. Even if Marky Mark is clearly a delusional idiot, it still takes balls and effort to put himself out there like that. What was he doing at the time when we were making fun of him? Remember there was like a particular thing? Wahlburgers coming to Australia. Was it that? Oh, and then like we were talking about, he, he was in Australia and he was going to people. F45s. Oh, he was going to F forty fives. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And he was in like a Ladbrokes my... ad. He was in a gambling ad. He came out yes. here to film it. That's and he took right. a photo with one of my Vietnamese friends. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I gotta, I gotta go out here and meet all the Vietnamese. I gotta go to Cabramatta and I gotta, I gotta make amends, you know? Because I think famously, um, the judge, oh, the like the state governor or whatever, ha- has said he would not be pardoned. Because yeah, for, for those who don't know, in the 80s, uh, Mark Wahlberg severely bashed... Blinded. Blinded a Vietnamese yeah. man. and, and uh, A vet. I think it was this. like a vet as well. I think it was an army vet or something. And it was absolutely racially driven, the attack. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it tends to be in the cringiest way imaginable, but it's not like he stuck his dick in your toddler's ear or anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A bizarre sentence. A... Um, yeah. I don't have toddlers. It's I mean, obviously like... Don't have toddlers anymore. Just a phrase that isn't uttered unless you or someone close to you has stuck their ear in a toddler. Uh, their dick I googled. I googled "dick in your toddler's ear" and got. I, I, the police showed up. It's very uh, Kevin Smithian. I got a. Uh, yeah, it's very something yeah. you could hear him like a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably something that uh, Harley. Fucking classic. Probably something that Harley Quinn's you know? boyfriend will say in. Uh, oh man, I got, I got an amazing update on that. By the way. Um, I lost track of what my point was a couple sentences back, so I'll leave it th- leave it there. This unsubscription notwithstanding, you guys are still some of the funniest dudes I've heard on a podcast, and I hope you win all of the internet someday. <laughs> it was like an emotional roller coaster. I know. I, I, I hope you're okay, guy who d- unsubscribed from our Patreon. Yeah. Um, I hey, hope um, he's watched Wall Street. I hope he is a Wahlberg. Does, does Donnie get any... Um, Donnie Wahlberg get any any mention in this? Oh wait, no, it's it's Matt Dillon, isn't it? Kevin no. Dillon. No, it's uh Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. But, uh, but there's I, also I had Kevin Dillon on the brain. I, there's I had, uh, Paul Wahlberg. Paul Wahlberg owns Wahlburgers and they're very upset with Wahlburgers. Marky Mark's like they have like private people like sorry, uh they have like undercover people go there, they're trying to launch it in London and it's just not going well. The food's not good. That's they're they're spending too much money on like menus and the food's not great and it's paul is swinging dick as if he's like you know he's swinging dick like he's a chef but he's not he's mark Wahlberg's brother who has a burger joint (laughs) but it is such an absurd place and he's like always like i don't want to be mcdonald's you know we never want to do drive-through we just want to we want to be a place you go with your family but it's just like nowhere i go with my family like in every Wahlburgers, there's a huge huge blown up image of 
the three brothers and the mother just eating. And it's like, this is not a normal family place, dude. It's a chain named after you, literally. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> um, so while we're talking about um, legends of HeyFam lore, um, we mentioned him in a minute ago, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, he has been filming and like basically beginning Clerks 3, yeah, a, a movie that should definitely not exist. Um, but, uh, I mean, I can't get... Now, since you described him as looking like someone that was made out of jerky... <laughs> yeah, he does. He just looks like he's like being jerked, like he's out in the sun. He's just yep. being left out to in that LA sun. Uh, like yeah, after washing and like drying his weed or something like that. Um, so Kevin Smith uh, uh, posted two days ago um, how I spent my fifty-first birthday. Clerks three, day one, and then we have like Brian Co. Brian O'Halloran, the guy who plays what's the uh, what's the main dude from Clerks? Dante, Dante, and then Jeff Anderson who plays Randall. You have Jason Mewes, who plays um, Jay, and then, of course, Kevin Smith, who plays Silent Bob. Um, And then uh, next to Jay, someone that definitely wasn't in Clerks 1 or Clerks 2. Is Harley uh, Quinn's uh, boyfriend? Austin Zajur, the guy who is fucking (laughs) Kevin Smith's daughter. And I just love that that puts him on equal, equal billing. Like, congratulations, you're in Clerks 3 now. With these legacy uh, <coughs> characters. I reckon Kevin Smith's the type of guy who would, like, get ripped with the boyfriend and then be like, tell me what she's like in the sack. And it's just like, no, dude, that's your daughter. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, he would be doing, oh, yuck. I just, I'm on his Instagram now. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the top right photo of him? That's, so, that's like a video, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, if you do, but have you seen just the thumbnail? Yeah, it looks it, fucking it, disgusting. Just describe, <laughs> describe the image. Describe the image. It looks like Kevin Smith after um, poning the clit brown taint area, and he's, he's a bit sweaty. He looks a bit drained of energy, and he's just decided to snap a selfie. <laughs> like he's wearing a, a, a cap backwards as he's prone to do. But is that municipal? Like, <laughs> is that, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe it's a municipal hat. I don't know because they are game, big on the hats game day thing. game day hoodie he's wearing. Fuck, he oh. looks like shit. <laughs> he looks like utter utter shit. Um, the top comment on his fifty first fifty first birthday post is just someone yeah. saying, "You ruined He Man." <laughs> <laughs> I hope whoever wrote that listens to this podcast. <laughs> he is friends with me on on Instagram. Really? Yeah, that's great. That's why, that's why it's the top one for me. That's so funny. Oh wow! 
Imagine who's like, the guy on the left? Or oh, is that that guy that played Eli in the second Clerks? That like Christian dude. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't work out who that is. Maybe he's also fucking Harley Quinn. I don't know. I think yeah, I think they all are. No. <laughs> I hope Harley Quinn's on it. Yeah, that's, he's that's, in yeah, Clerks like, too. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith put a call out like on like I don't know, like a call, like a, a hiring actor actor hiring service. He's like, the only way you can be in Clerks three is if you've been in a prior Clerks movie or you date my daughter. You've boned my daughter. I can't believe that fucking kid's in it. That kid has done this. He's played that family. He's he probably hates. I can't dating wait Harley for Quinn. like yeah, the cat. But I reckon episode. he like. Yeah, yeah. he got in and he's like, I'm going to give myself... He's probably going to put it all in his like YouTube one day. It's like how I tricked a family into casting me in the third Clerks movie. And now I own the Clerks like, yeah. franchise. I'm making yeah. Clerks 4. I should never smoke that shit. Yeah, I should, I should never smoke that shit. Now I, I, now I own this, uh, the viewers universe. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never uh, uh, snooched the booch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, um, Kevin Smith's put man. Kevin Smith's sincerity is like, I know that's like a, there's an admiration about it, but it is like really sickening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I definitely agree with you. It's I think just, I'd be um, into it more if he still looked like the different piece of shit, just like like larger and unhealthy. But now he looks like a different type of unhealthy. Yeah, it is like yeah. The, I mean, look, I'm sure we'll look just as bad when we're 51. Oh, uh, um, but we won't be wearing like. Loose fit caps back to front and posing photos like watching Supergirl episodes and crying. Like, there is like a particular patheticness. Never say never. Yeah. Fucked. Did you see that scene I sent you? Remember the other day of, um, what's that show? Um, The Flash, and there's just like a three way lightsaber fight. What the fuck, man? It's so funny that people ride or die those shows, and they're like, (laughs) no, I swear it's good. (laughs) Uh, And you're like, what? That's so brutal. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, I, I, I think that's an, that's another another angry listener feedback we got once is because you you said that anyone <laughs> who you... listens to everyone who watches CW shows is um, a baby. Is a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, you can't argue that now. <laughs> Isn't it called like the Arrowverse, and the Arrow hasn't been around for like eight years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's so funny. Yeah. I remember it being like genuinely exciting for like a year that that, that was like, oh yeah, they're just doing like their own thing. Mm. Yeah. It was when like, I think it was when Chris Nolan was still making Batman movies. Who? Yeah. Uh, the dude, Jeffrey Wright, who plays uh, the new Jim Gordon um, said that the the new movie is very gothic and sleuth-like, I think. He says like, there's a lot of detective work and it's like, that's that's that that's everything I hear about this new Batman movie. I'm just like absolutely jacked for. Yeah, I can't wait to having have to pirate that one too. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it either in a you know half double speed on binge or pirate it. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Robert Pattinson for surviving uh, COVID and <laughs> continue filming. Oh yeah, so he so he was the one that got COVID. He get did he get it from a cast member or? Uh, I don't know. I think they were shooting in London and who knows, but he, he had it. I don't think they've given the information like where he got it from, probably to protect people or whatever. Well, Angus, speaking of upcoming superhero movies, we got a trailer for a movie that, oh. like, honestly, I hope, like, if, is... if COVID ends for any reason, I want this to be the number it's one for 40X, it ends. Uh, it's for 40X <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. We got a second trailer this week. 
what did you think? It's it's all I've ever wanted. You've got Tom Hardy playing two characters. <laughs> uh, one which I love. His Eddie Brock is like a whimpering loser. It's so good, and he's just beholden to this like hungry cannibalistic <laughs> symbiote yep. who just wants to eat people and Eddie. punches him. It's like an abusive relationship. It's great. I really hope it. Yeah, it's um. You know, while I don't condone abusive relationships in general, uh, one between a symbiote and Tom Hardy, I'm all here for. I keep forgetting the director of this movie. It's Gollum and Snoke. Andy Serkis is directing And Captain Haddock. I love it. It's just everything about this movie, the more you scroll down on its wiki page, it's just more bombastic. Woody Harrelson, it's just as carnage. And it looks like he's been like, fuck it. If Tom Hardy's going for it, I'm going for it. Yeah, it's I I couldn't I I just hope they're the only two people in it. I hope there's no one else in it. I hope it's set in a jail cell and it's just those two talking and then like being aliens. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, I honestly think also watching the trailer it's like um showing us that, you know, the Sony verse is really I think putting Tom Hardy and Venom as like their hero. Yep. Because there's a line in it that's like, oh, we've got to save the... Oh, yeah, you know, he's basically like about being a hero. I, um, I've just gone down a little little wiki hole um, looking up Venom 2 credits and the screenwriter for Venom 2 has a very bizarre um, filmography. I'm listening. Um, so, Saving Mr. Banks, the weird movie about the creator of... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like it's like Walt, it? Dis- Walt Disney and Mary Poppins, the Mary Poppins writer, right? That's what it's about. Yeah, it's about Walt Disney like charming the Mary Poppins lady. Um, then she writes Fifty Shades of Grey, the mm. the horny romantic sex movie. For for oh women. yeah, the ones yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, a link back to Robin Pattinson. I think those books, the the Fifty Shades of Grey, is I think originally. And again, I'm not going to research this, so it could be way off. But I was working in a bookstore at the time when Twilight was huge. And I think they started off as Twilight fan fiction. Interesting. Like a mother because was writing it. In 2018, she was one of the co-writers of Venom, the first Venom movie. Maybe she wrote all the good stuff. Um, because she is the uh, the only one coming back for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And she's co-written the story with Tom Hardy. Um, the fact that Tom Hardy's on board as a writer, I, I would like to think he did it method and did it as Venom and Eddie, like yep. with split personality and like hitting himself and stuff like that. In between Venom and Venom 2, she wrote Cruella. This is wild. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Everything about this movie is bomb. I, I hope too that Tom Hardy follows Scarlett Johansson and, pop, pro, and possibly uh, Emma, what's her name? Emma Stone? Stones uh, lead and just sues the people to who made it for more yeah. money. So, just give like, him more money. Sue just Disney. give him more money. That would be great. Yeah, sue Disney who have nothing to do with this movie. I just wanted to just, be like, I'm suing Disney because Venom's not in the MCU. I hope Venom sues Disney. Like that would be sick. And Eddie's like, Venom I'm too. sorry, I don't know what's happening here. I'm sorry, I'm a massive fan of Saving Mr. Banks. Um, yeah, but but the, the, the symbiote says he's gonna sue you. Saving Mr. Hanks. That is, it's Tom Hanks and Emma Emma Thompson, right? Yeah, that's right. She plays like the Mary Poppins bitch. What was the last Tom Hanks movie you saw? It was a great question. My dad tried making me watch Greyhound. (laughs) 
But my mom was sleeping upstairs and he was like blasting it and my mom was like yelling at us. So I was like, I don't... Yeah, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Oh my God. If you want to laugh, go to Tom Hanks' Wikipedia page and look at his current photo. It's like the funniest photo of him I've ever seen. He looks more like J.K. Simmons. Oh, that rules. He looks sick. (laughs) He looks like he goes to um, Jeff Goldblum's stylist. Yep. Um, All right, so... Uh, Who else we got? We got... Well, he's supposed to be doing um, the Elvis movie, remember? Remember that's he got COVID Bez, out here? Bez, Lerman, Bez Lerman's Elvis movie, yeah. Yeah, he got COVID out here while doing it. Wait, he was in I, lo- I, I loved I loved Tom Hanks. Yeah, he was in Borat. Okay. I can't remember. What was he in Borat? It was Tom Hanks. Oh, that's right. He was Tom Hanks. He was, he was like, the COVID thing. That's right. They really yeah, he has COVID. COVID. Yeah, they make a COVID yeah, joke. Borat oh, he's playing uh, Geppetto in a Robert Zemeckis nightmare Disney <laughs> film. Okay, but, but like live action uh, starring role, what was the last Tom Hanks movie? I want everyone listening to, to play this game too. Stop me. I'm going to go back. You stop me. Because my last one was Borat, but then that's a cameo. But then Toy Story 4, which as is, you know, is not live action. So Finch, News of the World, Greyhound, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, <laughs> uh, The Post. No, he Mark- wasn't in that. He was just a producer. Oh, right. Okay, sure. sure. I, I'll try and do this better. The oh, wow. Circle. He produced Where the Wild Things Are, the Spike Jones film. Inferno, California typewriter, Sully, a hologram for the king, my big fat oh recording too. No, he was, just, he was just a producer of that. That's so funny. Ithaca, Cars. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, Saving Mr. Banks, Captain Phillips, Parkland, Partysaurus Rex. Oh, I get it. That's a that's a Toy Story spinoff. Cloud Atlas, mm. extremely loud and incredibly close. Small Fry, Larry Crown, mm. Beyond All Boundaries, Angels and Demons. I didn't see that. Uh, the Great Buck Howard. He's in the yeah. Simpsons movie as himself. Uh, he was the Evan producer Almighty. of Evan Almighty. <laughs> Why wow. is he just in the first one? Maybe I he don't produced know. the Ant Bully. He's man. He's bonkers. I haven't seen uh, I've not- the last. The last thing I saw literally was Da Vinci Code with him in it. That I was 2006. That. I haven't seen a live action Tom Hanks film for 15 years. I saw the, the, the Lady Killers, the Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen Brothers movie, The Lady Killers. That's the last one, one I saw, probably... that and Catch Me If You Can and Road to Perdition. Yeah, so we had like a, a good run when we were seeing all of his shit. But yeah, yeah straight up, I haven't, I haven't seen a Tom Hanks starring movie since 2004. I want to see, uh, what's it called? Is it like... There was one he did with like Tom Hanks. No, with the, Tom Hanks made a movie Steven, with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Steven Spielberg recently, but I kind of forget what it's called. Wait, is this every? Oh no, that's television. I was looking at television. The um, Post. Yeah, The Post. I want to watch that. I guess there was one <laughs> few years before. Bridge of Spies. Everyone, everyone should play the Tom Hanks game. Go back as far. Yeah, I haven't as, seen well, Captain Phillips. It's crazy. I just like nah. Why just they they just seem so serious? They like I think it's like yeah, like movies that seem like very very serious, somber Oscar bait movies do nothing for me. Yeah, it's just I yeah, it's just all like self congratulating horseshit. Yeah, have you been watching any movies recently? Well, I was going to going to, but I watched um, Wall Street instead. I watched Wall Street, yeah, and I'm rewatching Alan Partridge. Just, and well, you started the. A very beloved uh, director back catalog. Oh yeah, I st- I've watched Bottle Rocket and Rushmore recently. So we're going to go through 
on Payfam this week. Uh, we're going to go through some Wes Anderson rewatches. Um, I finally finished Neon Genesis. I watched the third Neon Genesis Evangelion rebuild. Oh movie, yeah, three point three three. I think we spoke Was about it? that last week. Did we? No, no. Oh. I watched it. I watched it on on Thursday night last week after recording. I went oh, that's to, right. to, to my in, inside and um, B said, how was Hey Fam? And I said, don't worry about that. And we watched yeah. Evangelion 3.33. Tight. Um, I'll come and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll drive by and get them. I can post them to you. No, borrowed, I'll just come and I get them. I borrowed Angus's Blu-ray. You don't want to put them in the, in the post, huh? What if they get lost? Oh, it's just like Not shit's getting delayed at the moment. I want to start them on Monday. Okay. Uh, I'm Plus, not it's just like something for me to do. Yeah, okay, yeah, I sure. think I, I can leave it, can't I? Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. You Whatever, don't, you don't I don't have to, care. You won't have to live here. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe I'll bring a gift or something. I watched a Netflix movie called um, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop, which is as whimsical as it sounds. Oh, you spoke about that last week. No, I didn't. I just told you about it last week. Fuck, Angus, really? my texts to you aren't canonical HeyFam episodes. I no, we spoke about it on the pod. I said I was thinking you spoke about, about the animation movie. style. No, I watched it on Saturday night. Did you really? I have no concept of time. What I reckon you watched it? it two Saturdays ago. No, I watched it on Saturday. Yeah, because you spoke about doing the film club with and watching no, I watched, Weathering with you. The uh, this is an atrocious one, way to end let, the episode. I watched. No, no, I watched I, your name and Weathering with you the week weekend before. This Saturday yeah. just passed. I watched. Words, but everyone knows that I watched words bubble up like soda pop this Saturday just passed. Everyone knows, and everyone's been saying it. I swear then you on Sunday, about it on the pod, then on, also on the weekend, I talked about I watched uh, Tam Popo. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, the like West ramen film. That's fucking amazing. It's, it's like, a great movie for like a mostly sketch based movie in the eighties. It holds up so much. Yeah, uh, so I want, to, I want to talk about that. Um, Angus has been. Uh, well, you've been doing a, a deep dive into the Instagram <laughs> profiles of two beloved rock and roll figures. Oh, yeah. Uh, t- the two uh, surviving members of the Beatles. Um, so, we're going to find out who has the better Instagram presence out of Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. No podcast is brave enough to make this call, but Angus is, uh, has done the research and is ready to call it in PayFam this week. I'm calling it. Um. We're also going to... I'm currently watching a live stream too of uh, on Apple Music of Kanye West's room uh, where he's... Have you seen this stuff online? What's he doing now? So the album comes out tomorrow. There's another event where he's actually like debuting the event. But Apple Music have got just a live stream of Kanye in the studio now with like Steve Lacey was there earlier. They're all wearing vests, bulletproof vests that say Donda. Mike, uh, um, Mike Dean's there. Kanye's got his mask on. There's just like personalities coming in and out and helping him on the album. <laughs> and they're, they're it's insane. The whole thing, or yeah, but it's silent and it's just like you just can watch it on Apple. I'll send you the link now so you can check it on. I'm, your phone. I'm good, dude. I'm good. <laughs> the it's link insane. That you, sh- you should send everybody is um, Patreon.com/slash HeyFam because if you want another hour of HeyFam, we're gonna hit record on it in just a moment. And you're invited. It's a it's a stream where you can hear us but can't see us. So the opposite of what Kanye is doing right now. Um, and uh, again, oh, yeah, it's five dollars a month. <clears throat> it's the start of a new month. There's no better time to sign up to HeyFam. Um, so head on over to 
patreon.com slash heyfam. $5 a month gets you the opportunity to listen to a mostly distracted Angus for the next hour as he looks at Kanye West not doing much while I've I been doing to talk this about movies. All day. This has been I could happening do this all day. For, for a long time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Come join our Discord. And <laughs> what are you having for dinner? Hey or have you eaten already? I'm I mean, I got children. We, we eat. I made bibimbap for dinner tonight. Oh, sick. It's very Korean of you. Everyone's been saying that about me. I bought um, lots of um, Korean condiments from Moon Mart, which is a really sick, um, really sick. Like, if you, if you want, to, you should look it up. If you live in Sydney, get some Moon Mart kimchi and some Moon Mart. They do this amazing green chili and anchovy uh, paste. Fucking make everything a little bit spicy and a little bit fi- um, fishy. I love it. Bit sour. Mama mia. It's good shit. Um, yeah, but uh, so. Whether whether you've had dinner or not, come join us over at patreon.com slash AFAM. Thank you so much for listening to this one. We'll see you next week for an episode all about Suicide Squad. Angus, mm. what are we? Some kind of hey fam? What are we? Some kind of two white guys with a microphone each? <laughs> <laughs>